Hi guys, this is Sarah. And this is Katrina Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the feds. feds. FedWork is the modern day background check. And we encourage people to feed empowerment daily. And, and you're, you're now, now listening, listening to, to FedWork. Fed hey guys, welcome to FedWork. This is Katrina Joe And Sarah. For those of you who are coming back for another episode, thank you so much. For those that are new, welcome to the FedWork family. Hey guys, welcome to the family. If you haven't already, we hope that you checked out last week's episode regarding voting. We hope that you found those tips and tricks very helpful and that you guys all made it out to the polls. Absolutely. And, you know, we don't know who the president is yet, but um, hopefully you guys went out and did your part. Absolutely. This week, we would like to touch on traveling in COVID. Do, do, do. Sarah, have you traveled in COVID? I have road tripped in COVID. Road trip? For how long? Yeah. Well, I did one for two days with my mom, and then I did one for 12, 10 or 12. I lost track of days, <laughs> um, but something like that across the East Coast. Wait, you were driving for 10 to 12 days? So I, well, I guess I'll just get right into it. Um, yes, please. So I like most of you guys probably was going a bit stir crazy and I am a traveler by nature. It is what I like to do. And I needed that spirit in my life again. I had been like suppressing it for way too long. So I decided to visit my cousin in New York. Um, and then I realized, well, I have cousins in Boston. I should see them too when I have my car and you know what, maybe I'll go to Maine too. Cause I like lobster. So, <laughs> So I, uh, I drove out to Brooklyn and stayed there for several days and then made my way around. So obviously, you know, traveling in COVID, during COVID is something to, to plan, whereas maybe before I would have just kind of gone. This time, I, I, it was a Tuesday. I was like, I'm going to come on Friday. And then I was like, nah, I'm going to come next Friday. I need to, you know, figure all this out. So, um, like for me, I know that the, I wasn't even aware of having to check state laws and if you're allowed to be there or not, or if you have to quarantine or have a test that says you're negative. Like I didn't know of any of that. And so I text uh, my cousins and my uncle and let them know I was going to come to Boston and stay the night for a couple nights in a hotel down the street. And hopefully I'd get to see them. And they're like, well, have you checked our, our state website? Because there's a whole bunch of like, you know, things you have to do prior to coming here and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, uh, should have thought about that, but no. <laughs> so I, uh, I ended up changing because in Boston they were considered like red zone, which means they have to have a, you have to have a negative test result, um, within 72 hours. Well, no one's giving you a test result within 72 hours guaranteed a rapid, but rapids are so ineffective. They shouldn't even do them. So I'm doing the math and I'm like, all right, well, I can do the test in, in Michigan. I'll do rapid and regular. That way my cousins know I'm good going to New York. And then I have the PRP coming from a, a hot zone, which was considered Michigan. And New mm -hmm. York was not a hot zone to Boston. So all I needed was proof of being clear in Michigan. So that was something I learned when I went to mass.gov. So every state website has their updates on what, you know, what you can and cannot do as a traveler. Um, so first and foremost, I recommend anyone that's trying to travel, planning travel, 
check every state. If you're road tripping, check every state you're going through. If you're flying, check the state that you're flying into, or even if you have a layover. Um, I know Katrina can attest to that because you've flown. Um, that, you know, there's different regulations where you land and you don't want to land and then be told, oh, you have to quarantine legally for the next 14 days. And you somehow have to figure out how to afford 14 days in a hotel. Right. Or whatever the rule is. So that's my first point is, um, absolutely checking the travel restrictions that apply to wherever you're going. I know that, you know, when quarantine first started, there were certain states you couldn't even drive through. So like you couldn't drive through Ohio. I know there was, you couldn't like pass through Atlanta. There were like certain state, you know, cities and states that had rules. So, so that went well. I was able to have my tests, which those tests. Did you do, um, in the mouth or up the nose? The nose. Got it. So, and the rapid that, that the place did in Michigan was up the nose too. So, you know, my poor nostrils were on a journey, (laughs) but I had a great nurse who didn't hurt me too much. Nice. Shout out to the nurses and all the people on the front lines, making it possible for us to be able to travel and do things like that. hundred percent. Okay. So let's get to like the, the, the planning, right? So we've already talked about checking the States and the ordinances about what you're allowed to do. Then you need to figure out the hotels if you're staying in hotels and not staying with someone. Um, so I did a lot of research online, finding the hotels closest to the places that I wanted to go, you know, like maybe I wanted to be by the wharf in Maine or maybe, you know, wherever. And so I, I researched it and then I called them because I wanted to know, one, I have a car, so how much is parking and are they only valet? That was a big insecurity for me is having someone in my car. It's been a place that's been mine, all of this. There hasn't been like a stranger in that space and it freaked me out. And so I was able to find a place in Maine that had parking attached to the hotel that you could pay for and no one else gets in your car. So I felt really confident about that hotel. And then um, the hotel that I got in Pittsburgh, which I ended up canceling, long story, but changed my route, um, which is the beautiful thing about road trips. You could do that. Um, They only allowed valet. And then same with my... um, what ended up being the same with my Cleveland hotel was valet only who I left my sunroof open. I, I was like, I don't even know what to do. Like, I don't want the germs in here, but I'm not parking. It was literally six blocks. I would have to park with all my stuff. Oh and, my goodness. Yeah. And like an underground parking lot. Like that's straight no. out of CSI. I'm good. <laughs> like I'll just spray my car down with some antibacterial and wipe everything. Cause like, I'm, can you imagine me with my luggage and like, my nice purse, dressed in my outfit, like walking down a ramp into the darkness. Yeah, no, I can't. No. Ugh. Anyways, so you got to check that out. Find out what you're comfortable with. If something is not comfortable, either deal with it like I had to and just clean. Or, you know, pick a different hotel. That That's a beautiful thing that there's options. Um, I double-checked my hotel in Maine was not allowing anyone else to be in the room for 72 hours. So I felt mm-hmm. really confident. I still wiped every single surface down. But I did feel more comfortable, you know, that way. And I was the only – I was at the end of a hallway, so no one else was even in the room next to me. So I felt really safe there. So that's that's super important. So now that all my planning is done, I've checked my hotels, I've checked, you know, all that kind of stuff. I make sure my car is packed with enough wipes for at the pump because I don't know about what you guys do at the gas station, but I definitely hold a hand sanitizing wipe in my hand over every single thing. 
And I made sure I had plenty of those for every gas station I would need. But I also packed a lot of snacks, you guys, because why would I, first of all, I don't want to have to eat fast food because it's the only option driving through nowhere, nothing Pennsylvania, because that's really what I was doing with (laughs) everything I saw. was like McDonald's, Taco Bell. I'm like, no, no, no. I love McDonald's. Oh, the fries are like, they will be the death of me. (laughs) So I packed like tuna wraps and so many cucumbers and like all these like healthy, yummy foods. So when I'm driving, you know, 11 hours, I can snack on those things instead of getting, you know, the negative bad food. And I'm filling myself with nutrition to stay healthy. Great. So I thought that was important. Hey guys, Sarah here with your FedWork 15 of the day, our 15 second opportunity to feed you empowerment. Take time today to go outside and get some fresh air. Whether you enjoy a few moments on your patio or you go out for a walk, it will make your day better. I guarantee it. And then also, you know, when you're driving any, you know, outside of COVID too, you don't want to drive through like insane weather. Like you don't know if you're going to hit a storm, you can't plan for that, but at least being aware of it, I had a blanket and, you know, maybe a knife, maybe a baseball bat, just in case, like I got stuck in the mountains with the mountain people. And I even, maybe a baseball bat, maybe, you yeah. know, and I even borrowed a baseball from one of my friends because I found out that if you, and I don't know if it's in every state, so I don't want to speak for the entire country, but I did find out that if you do hurt someone with a baseball bat and you don't have a baseball in your, in your car, then that bat is in fact a weapon. And rather than you protecting yourself, like with whatever you could just find in your car, it was like, I planned to bring a weapon with me by having a bat in my car. Got it. So I brought a baseball. Never used it, <laughs> but I had it. <laughs> okay, interesting. I, these didn't know, the, I didn't know that. Yeah, these are the things that I, you know, only I would know this. Right. Know, whatever. I also, I also bought um, spare windshield wipers. Yo, I mean, that's I, clutch, though. First of all, even if I had those, I wouldn't even know how to put them on. So kudos to you for that. No, I, I don't know. I'll show you. Yeah, I got you. Okay, that's fire. Um, so yeah, so it's just being prepared. You know, the way I look at, especially during a pandemic, is you know, it's already going to be complicated if you're in the middle of the the woods trying to. I mean, okay, I act like there's not a major highway through Pennsylvania. There's a major highway. I wasn't on like dirt roads, but like it's a places I'm not familiar with. You know, medical facilities that I've never been to before, like all that stuff. You don't know how hard it's going to be for 911 to come if your car breaks down, if it's cold, you know, especially with COVID and they're being used in so many different ways. Like it's better to just be, be prepared and save, you know, whatever responsibilities for yourself that you can to avoid a bigger problem, I guess. Yeah. The next thing is, especially when you're road tripping and mind you, I've road tripped when I moved back to Michigan for 16 days with my mom. So I'm, I'm not new to a road trip, but I'm also not the most experienced person ever. Like I don't have my own house on wheels that, you know, I travel the country. Um, but I do know that when I travel, I like to eat. It's just what I like to do. So like maybe some people only, you know, go out to three meals. I might go to five. I'm just going to be honest. I like to eat, especially when I'm traveling and I'm, you know, going to new places. So Like I was going to Maine, we went out a couple places in Brooklyn. Um, You just want to make sure that the places that you want to see and the reason that you're going to these places are open. Um, You don't want to get there and then the restaurant that made you want to drive to Portland, Maine is closed. Um, 
So I called everyone in advance. There wasn't always a way to make a reservation, um, but at least I knew they were open or what their new hours are because everything on Google isn't right. Um, you know, so I did all of that in advance. And luckily I did because the place I was going to go in Portland, Maine closed the following Monday. So had I pushed my trip by three days, I would not have gotten to go there. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Timing just worked out. I was meant to have all the lobster I wanted. Lobster. (laughs) All the lobster. Um, and so, yeah, just finding out those things in advance, you know, um, you don't want to get somewhere and, and have no options places close early because of COVID. They can't have enough staff. There's no lunch. You know, all those things that it sounds silly and it sounds like it's a minor thing, but really it's going to make or break your trip. No, hundred percent. New COVID hours are, yeah, I, I had to find that out the long, the hard way. I went to a, even just locally in Los Angeles, I went to a store, like, you know, a common shopping mall and they, everything was closed at 7 PM. And I got there at like 7 15. I was like, what, why is everything closed? And it's like, Oh, COVID hours, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause they don't want to have to pay staff when people aren't coming. So right. they, they shrink everything to make sense. Um, and then lastly, you know, like I said earlier, just making sure you have extras, make sure you have hand, hand wipes, make sure you have hand sanitizer. I know that my hotel in, I'm getting all of my places so confused. Oh, in Connecticut, it was a brand new hotel. I swear they probably had just opened like three days before I got there. It was flawless, pristine, beautiful. It felt like I was in a luxury apartment. I loved it. But when you got up to the desk, they had a bunch of mini hand sanitizers. He's like, take as many as you want. Like there were wipes next to every bed. I stayed in every hotel. There were wipes. Like they had them placed there for you. So like they're being accommodating too. Um, they want it to be clean. It's where they're working. They, you want it to be clean. It's where you're sleeping. So I think it's just, um, having patience with everyone. You know, the lines might be a little bit longer for check-in, stay your six feet distance, like all those things. It's just being nice and polite. Those people are working during a pandemic. You're traveling. Like, be, be kind to people. It's, it's simple. You know, everyone is up a little bit, uh, on edge, like everyone's a little bit on edge and nervous and, you know, no one really knows the answer. So just be nice. Absolutely. So yeah, that's, that's what I, those are all my, chi- my tips and suggestions for road tripping during a pandemic. Get it girl. And you know what, honestly, does the speed limit matter as much when there's not as many cops <laughs> on the road? Not so much. You know, I didn't think I'd speed very much, and I'm not saying that I did. You're not saying saying, that you didn't. Right. I'm just saying that, you know, like they say, like, if a tree falls in in the woods and no one's there, does it really make a noise? Like, same (laughs) kind of concept applies to driving and the speed limit. Okay. Well, the big question is, would you road trip again in the pandemic? A thousand percent. So this time you're coming west? Um, well, I've already done that. So I was thinking maybe like South, mm, like Miami. Yeah. Like you can't tell, like you can see me, but the listeners can't like, I'm already see-through and it's only November. How am I going to survive a whole winter? So I'm thinking maybe, yeah, maybe I go to, maybe I go to FL. Do we have any listeners there that, that <laughs> want to take in a fed? <laughs> Right, right. Okay, I'm not mad at that. Miami's been calling my name as well. I've never been, so why not go during a pandemic? I'm sorry, what? I know, we've talked about it before. You've never been to Miami? We've we've literally discussed this before, so thank you for listening. <laughs> oh, we're going. Wait, why didn't you ever join me on like any of my work trips to Miami? Because I always had to work. Oh, yeah. I couldn't justify going to party when I was getting paid to party. I mean... 
you wouldn't really party, but it would just kind of been like a low key vacay and like everything was taken care of. But sure. Right. So the next one. Okay. Next time that happens, <laughs> I'll join you. Oh my goodness. Okay. But let, let's get into the part that I want to talk about because I'm scared to do it still. And I know I need to soon, but I want to talk about what traveling by air is like. And Katrina, have you traveled by air during the pandemic? 100%. <laughs> Talk to me 100% about it. 100% I have. I will say that in, in the beginning of the pandemic, I was scared shitless to get on an airplane. I was just like, no, I'm not going anywhere. And a part of me kind of freaked out in regards to this because majority of my family is up north in Northern California. So I, you know, pre-COVID used to fly home at least once a month just to see my family. So once the pandemic hit and I didn't know how long this pandemic and we still don't know how long this is going to last, like the thought of just never getting on an airplane and seeing my family was like, and I just don't, I don't do road trips like you do. I was just, I'm looking at her. You guys can't see it, but I'm literally looking at her like you could have gotten in the car. Yeah, but I just can't. And, you know, I have my own hesitations with the grapevine driving home. That's a whole nother story. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I just was, you know, kind of freaked out as well as, you know, being in a long distance relationship and just how that was going to kind of work out in the pandemic without, you know, me getting on an airplane. I was, you know, I was scared. Yeah. Um, But after things kind of, you know, I guess slowed down, you know, numbers started decreasing, airports started reopening the Bay Area. I believe all of their airports were shut down at one point. Um, so once that opened up, I did fly home. I've also uh, flown to New York and a couple other places. And were any of those international? I did travel international once to Mexico. And actually, that was probably the surprisingly the easiest travel. Um, but I will say if you do travel to New York or some of the, you know, red zone, like you said earlier, red zone states, you do have to sign, you know, a health form once you land or even before you get on the flight. Um, and they do, oh, you actually have to do those for road trips too. Oh, okay. I forgot to say that. Yeah. I filled them out and printed it. Okay. Yeah. So before you get on, uh, before you get on the flight and then actually this time that I came to New York, I had to fill it out once I landed and I couldn't like leave the gate until I turned it into an official there that was on site. And then they actually touch base with you throughout your trip just to make sure that you are, you know, staying or, or still at the place of your address that you put on the form and actually there for, you know, uh, during quarantine. So, um, yeah, I will say just with traveling, there's just certain things that you can do to kind of just help your experience and, and stay safe. I will say first and foremost, I would personally right now during the pandemic say no to American airlines. Ooh, <laughs> um, I have flown on American airlines and they are a part of me feels like they are just trying to make up for, you know, the lack of travelers that have been traveling in this pandemic. And so they are literally booking and selling out every single flight. They're not keeping space between any passengers. They're filling the middle seats. It's just like as if COVID is non-existent. I have traveled on Southwest, Delta, and Alaska. And they do, I believe Southwest um, does not fully book their flights. I don't know if that has changed, you know, as of November. Um, but since I have been flying on Southwest, they uh, the, they cap their flights at half capacity. 
And then Delta does not fill their middle seats. Delta is like, yeah, Delta is very, very clean. As soon as you get on board, they pass you, you know, sanitizing wipes. And, you know, same with Alaska. Um, During flights, I will say that there is no more, you know, food and beverage service. So what they do is they just kind of walk up and down the aisles and hand you kind of like a goodie bag of like water, snacks, and sanitized wipes. And that's all you get for your flight, regardless of really, you know, the time. And um, I would also plan ahead, especially if you have a layover or if you are getting to the airport to check in early to pack snacks, pack food. (laughs) I have literally been at an airport starving and I'm like, holy shit, everything is closed because they're just everything. everything. Like everything is closed except for the bathroom because they really are just trying to just keep it safe. You know, having less people in the airport. They don't want lines, people gathering so a lot of the food places are closed in airports, so I would just keep that in mind prior to flying anywhere. Obviously, wear your mask. There are airlines that no longer accept bandanas or scarves as a face covering, so you have to actually have an actual mask to wear. Interesting. And to make sure that you cover your nose. I know it's not the most like comfortable thing to like have, especially if you're on like a five, six plus hour flight to just have your nose covered the whole time but like let's let's think of others and think of you know people that actually have to work in the medical field and whatnot that literally have to wear these masks you know for days hours at a time just keep your nose covered just (laughs) like I know it's hard I know it's annoying but just keep your nose covered also um you know, wash your hands as often as you can use sanitizer with at least 60% alcohol according to CDC um, tips, um, avoid contact with anyone who is sick, avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Um, also, what has been really helpful for me is to use online and contact lists, reservations, and check-in. You can do this from your phone. Every airline has an app. You can do this before you get to the airport. You can even pay for any baggage fees, all of that, literally straight from your phone. You don't have to touch anything when you get to the airport or you know, the only, there probably will be one person you come in contact with just to drop off your bag. That's it. Um, I haven't been to any airport um, in the pandemic that has been like crazy crowded with like security lines, but I also have TSA. So it's been kind of a very smooth, you know, process for me in that point. And even though, you know, you and I have taken different traveling options, at the end of the day, the safest thing to do is stay home. So even if you do, 100%. even if you do travel, you know, um, when you get to your, you know, place, your destination to, to try to stay home as much as possible or to try to stay, you know, and around the least amount of people um, that you can. And just to still keep in mind, you know, just the basic, basic safety rules and guidelines of, of COVID-19. All really good points. I still think I'm a little nervous to fly and I don't know what it is because I love to fly and I don't feel like, and I only fly Delta. So like, I already know it's the safest option. Oh, Delta is great. Yeah. I just, I still have, I I don't know if part of it is like, I'm going to board a plane to go somewhere where I have to do what I do at home. You know, why not? Why don't I just wait until like things maybe open up more and I can actually experience wherever I'm flying to? Yeah, fair. I mean, unless you're like going to like visit family and friends that you're just like, you you know, you went and visited your cousin and you're going to stay home and you might eat a few places, but you, you know, you really are just going to stay home and spend time with that person. Right. Like, I feel like, you know, if I had a long distance relationship, 
I would get on a plane <laughs> or expect that he gets on a plane as well. Right. You right. Know? Um, but the, you know, I think the, the beauty of this time is normally I like to travel internationally and I got I to explore a part of the States that I'm, I never had made time for before when I should have. And so I appreciate the fact that I was able to go there and I know some people might be rolling their eyes. Like you shouldn't travel for fun and for pleasure during this time. And I'm rolling my eyes back at you because what I'm trying to tell you is I was not in a sa- like I was not in a sane place. I needed to get out and I needed this and I did it as safe as I could. Like your mental and emotional health needed it. Yeah. yeah like it needed it. And, you know, my mom, my mom and I did one um, just for two days to like Northern Michigan and we were outdoors the entire time. We maybe passed 10 people. And so we were really, you know, safe about it too, but it wasn't by myself. You know, I was with my mom, so it didn't feel the same as like the travels I've done. But I do know that I like to travel every December and I do know that now that I live at home, I'm not flying home for Christmas. So I looked into flying to Iceland for a couple of days. I was like, let me just take my buddy. Let me just go to Iceland. Swear I'm you would rather to. you swear you feel comfortable flying to Iceland and not LA. 100%. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. Iceland's so remote. And like, yeah, it had, if I, if I fly to LA, I'm going to want to see everyone like there's too many people. You can quarantine with Katrina for 14 days. Yeah, but I don't have 14 days. Like, because then I'm... <laughs> what? No, I for don't. what? Why? What, what, am, what am I... Okay, this is my thing. What am I going to do? Sit somewhere for 14 days and then finally get to see people for two days, fly home and have to do another 14 days without seeing anyone? That's 28 days Ugh. plus the middle days. I mean, I guess. That's a month. You know, that's the difference. Like, if I flew to Iceland, which... Sidebar, not doing it, but... <laughs> I was looking at I was looking at it because Delta flies there. Love Delta. I just looked at their like regulations, like I told you guys too, and they are following like the same ordinances as the rest of Europe. Mm. Europe hates us right now, so we 100%. can't go there. Yeah. And so basically tested or not tested, they you you will not be allowed in. No, unless you're like Kardashian money. Hey guys, it's Katrina Joe checking in here. What have you done this week to feed Empowerment Daily? Have you taken the time out to build up your best friend, your lover, a family member, a stranger, or even yourself? Friendly reminder that empowering yourself to help others is a great place to start. A great habit is formed of repetition, so let's get to it. Oh, speaking of tested. Correct. And you fly in private. But speaking of tested, I have personally been tested four times. Same. Um, I like to get tested um, once I am back from a travel or if I know that I am going to be around someone, you know, that uh, is 60 and over just because I want to protect them as well as myself. So get tested, especially if you are traveling, whether it's by car or by airplane. Yes. And it's really not as terrible as everyone makes it. I mean, it's uncomfortable. But it's not like it's not like getting the flu shot. That hurts. I don't mind shots, so I hate shots. I will pass out though, so that's just me. Yeah, I mean I don't I'm mind needles baby. or any of that. So, well, speaking of needles, I have a story about blood. <laughs> okay, what what's going on? What's up? So I'm not gonna say which hotel it was because they did compensate me, but one of the hotels along my journey, I was exploring the city. By that, I mean going out to eat. <laughs> and, and I returned from dinner and I was like, mm, I'm going to take a bath. I want a bubble bath. 
So I took a bubble bath and then I just jumped into bed and I turned to my right and there was blood in my sheets. I... Okay, wait, stop, rewind. So you take a bubble bath. Yep. You get all comfy, lathered yep. up, probably, I don't know if you put on their robe or not, but I know you usually like to. I love you robes. You go and you pull back the sheets or is it just on the sheet, on the comfort? No, no, no. So I pull back the sheets, but I don't like look down. I'm almost, it's almost like a cartoon where I'm like pulling back the sheets and I'm so excited to jump in the bed that I hop into. Okay. Have you seen that gif where the guy's making the bed and the guy hops in it? That's pretty much what I did. Okay. And then I like rolled to my right to put something on the table, like the night table thing. Maybe I was taking off rings. I can't remember. And I looked down and there's like blood on the sheet, like on Disgusting. the on the fitted sheet. Disgusting. And I, I knew nothing. I knew I screamed. I jumped out. I got dressed and I called downstairs for my cell phone. That's another thing. When you're traveling, call the hotels from your cell phones. Don't pick up and use their hotel phones. There's no point. You can just call them and say, hi, I'm in room, whatever. I didn't want to use your phone. Mm-hmm. So that's just another thing. Less contact. And I call them and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, we'll, we'll get you another room. Well, it turns out an uh, NFL team was staying there that night. So all the king beds were taken. So I now have to get a room with two queens. They find me one on the same floor. The GM of the hotel meets me there. We do a walkthrough of the new room. I put all my stuff in there and then I walk her to my old room and she looks at it. She's like, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. I am so sorry that this happened to you. So they covered my room. They gave me more points. They're going to take care of me the next time I come and like host me for the weekend. And she offered me wine. I already had wine, so I don't need more. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I slept in full clothes, a hoodie with the hood up. I had, I always bring my own pillow. So I had my own pillow and I hardly even slept woke up in the morning and hit the road at like 7 a.m. I just had to get out of there. Yeah. But during, okay, no time in the world is it acceptable to have a dirty ass sheet. But during COVID especially, then the guy, the head hospitality man that handles like all of the cleaning and all that, he tried to tell me it was rust. (laughs) Well, if you know me at all, you know, I'm not going to take that very lightly. So I searched the new room and found a rust stain on a towel and I sent her a photo to send to him. And I said, just so you have a comparative photo, this is rust. This is blood. Maybe you should have a conversation with him about the difference. hundred percent. And that's when I got my own special email from him telling him, telling me that he would love to host me the next time I would be coming into town because they are very apologetic for what happened. I mean, that's terrifying on its own, but for that to even happen during these times is, like, insane. That's what I'm saying. And then to, to try to, like, insult my intelligence and tell me it's rust. Bro. As if you, like, overreacted. And, like, the GM <laughs> looked down at it and saw the blood, too. It was bright red. Like, Yeah, that's gross. And it wasn't, like, it wasn't the amount of blood as if someone had just been murdered. Like, I didn't, like, jump into a crime scene. But blood is blood. Like right. It was, it was enough. Um, and that's just, you know, a horror story that happened to me on my COVID road trip that I thought you guys all may or may not care about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember when I got that phone call and you like FaceTimed me and you showed me, I was like, oh, what is that? What is happening? It was. <sighs> yeah. It was really gnarly. Not pleasant at all. Well, and especially, like, it's it's obviously if an NFL team is staying there, it's a nice enough hotel. It's not like I was staying at, like, you know, 
Right. And not just nice somewhere hotel. that like, just to get by for the night. Like you, you took the time to pick a nice hotel. So you had a good night to stay. Recommendations from people who live in the same city. Like it wasn't like, it was like a top hotel. Right. So, I mean, some, some other things have had happened to me in hotels in my life, but that, that, that was a first <laughs> that that's never happened. That was a first. And speaking <clears throat> of first, we are going to experience, all of us are going to experience our first Thanksgiving in a pandemic. <gasps> yes. Let's talk about that. And I'm, I'm in California's rules, by the way. Yeah. And I have mixed feelings about this because Thanksgiving. No singing. I know. Thanksgiving is my second favorite holiday. As you know. Next to 4th of July. Yes, yes I Yes. Next to 4th of July. And I love cooking. I you know, always do a Friendsgiving. I always cook for my family and it's just going to have to be different this year. So while I was on this, I have an idea. I'm sure you have a lot of ideas. Um, but while I was on the CDC website, they actually did have tips regarding, you know, upcoming holidays. So, you know, all the way up to Christmas, New Year's and whatnot. And I thought it'd be cool to kind of just share a little things regarding Thanksgiving, which is coming up this month. Please do. And the thing that they emphasize, which hurts my heart, but I completely understand it, is to keep things small. (laughs) So if you have a big family, if you have a big group of friends, unfortunately this year it would be smart and safe to keep things small, have a small dinner, keep it intimate. Um, Maybe even consider having a virtual dinner. Let's get on FaceTime. Let's get on Zoom. And you know, share this holiday that way, which is a more safer and effective way during Thanksgiving. You can also order, obviously, to have food um, delivered to your house with zero contact. You can deliver from restaurants, different establishments, as well as even Instacart, which is my favorite, (laughs) where you can literally just grocery shop from the comfort of your own home on an app on your phone and get every Thanksgiving ingredient and meal that you need delivered right to your door. Um, And really just stay home, you know, watch the movies, the parades, sporting events, just in the comfort of your own home. Try not to, you know, visit multiple houses like people usually do on Thanksgiving. And, you know, Thanksgiving, safer at home. Well, if you're friends with Katrina, maybe she'll make individual plates and you can do a drive-by pickup (laughs) so that everyone can have Katrina's cornbread that's so funny that you mentioned that because I've already had people like put in their requests like can I have a pan of cornbread I'll come by and pick it up and I'm like maybe maybe I'm on to something maybe I should you know start a little little business Yo, if you do a little holiday business of my cornbread if you do that I'll jump in with cookies Ooh, cute new idea cornbread and cookies that's it cute is. we'll have to maybe. talk about this maybe offline we'll <laughs> Yes, we will. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, the other thing too, with, you know, with the holidays, I'm curious if the airlines are going to be as strict as they have been during the rest of the pandemic, because that is, you know, one of the most traveled days of the year. And are they going to keep the middle seats closed? I know Delta has like promised that, but I've heard Southwest might be eliminating their strict rules for that weekend. I hope that's not true. Or if it was true, I hope it changes. I mean, I think I understand a lot of people do travel for the holidays, but I think it would only be smart just for the country in general to stick with the safety laws just to kind of help 
completely get rid of this, of this virus, if at all possible. I agree. I think, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that everyone has to be, you know, still quarantining this many months into it. Uh, you know, that's just unfortunately where we're at. I'm blessed this year to be close enough to family that I can get in a car and get home and, and have Thanksgiving with them. I'm going to miss seeing your family this year. That was so I much know. fun last year. You spent Thanksgiving with us okay. last year. So it's, you know, it's things like that, but there's always, there's always next year, hopefully, you know, everything's done by then. Yeah. It can be fun. There's no outlet shopping the next day. <laughs> Which was I your favorite? No, I love leather jackets. Oh my god, you would be up at like three, four, five in the morning in line at the outlet. Hey, YSL, like yes. Oh well. Yeah, yeah, you were smart about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm down with you know taking precautions and doing things a little differently to, you know, help in the long run, and so that we don't ever have to, hopefully, ever have to revisit this pandemic ever, ever again. again. So, <laughs> ever. So as we have said. It is still safer at home, but if you do have to travel in regards to either a road trip or on an airplane, we hope you guys found these things helpful. And that you can use them to stay safe. Yeah, and spread the word. Tell your friends, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your lovers, all the above. Homie lover friends. (laughs) Yes, and thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of FedWork. We hope that you enjoyed it please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on all platforms. For any inquiries or sponsorship requests, please visit wearefedwork.com.